Uh, I wanted to tell you something else I thought of as I'm eating my lunch right now. And uh, it's because I had... <clears throat> oh, by the way, we watched all four... <clears throat> Damn it. We watched all four episodes of that Bill Cosby documentary on Showtime. I don't know why. I just can't. It's just like when HBO had that Michael Jackson one. And you watch it and it's... I mean, the, what, the Bill Cosby thing wasn't quite as in-depth with the graphic details as the Michael Jackson, but there were some details and just, you know, just two creepy fucking weirdos. And Michael Jackson, you know, doesn't quite get as much attention because it's like, what are you going to do? He's dead. What's, uh, you know, what can we do? You can't arrest the guy. You, I don't know. I mean, what what can really be done <clears throat> other than yeah, it's important to tell that story. I guess. I mean, it is, but it's like I don't know. Whereas Cosby, it's like yeah, there's a certain level of outrage because he <laughs> looked like he was gonna have to sort of pay his debt, so to speak, and uh, and then he's out. Last summer, he gets released on a technicality, I guess, and he's home. It's like wow. I mean. <laughs> Michael Jackson dead. Bill Cosby's home eating hoagies. Cause I remember they went through his trash. There was there were hoagie wrappers. Like he's like there's not much difference. Aside from the fact that the guy on TV was a great guy and the guy in real life was just completely pretending to be that guy on TV because he's just a fucking monster, to say the least. But uh anyway, and and, and OJ's playing golf. OJ's having a great like Bill Cosby and OJ are having a nice time right now. They got tons of money. They got all the time in the world. Play golf, hang out. I don't know that Cosby plays golf, but you know, eat hoagies, watch. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> listen to the jazz music. Um, <clears throat> we watch that. It's just like you get to the end of it and it's over, and it's like, all right, why are we? Why did we? That was was that? Did we just spend four hours? Listen to people that we don't really know talking about Bill Cosby, and most of them were not even <clears> – <throat> I mean, there were a couple of, of victims who were on the show, but, boy, this guy, I, this Kamal Bell, is w, w. Kamal – I don't know his name. The guy who made it, he's a comedian. Uh, and they had, you know, they had a couple of people who were on the Cosby show, but not, you know, it's not like Malcolm Jamal Warner and – Felicia Rashad and any of those like the main players were on the were on this thing talking about I mean that ain't happening when Cosby when it came up again you know five six years ago when Hannibal Burroughs brought up because remember it was like I thought it was 2006 it was like 2004 when it first came out you know the allegations against Cosby and at first it's like oh that can't be that just can't be America's dad I don't think so and then more, and then more, and then more, and then more. And I think just collectively as a society, we just kind of wanted to sweep it under the rug because I don't think we, – we spent a lot of our lives trying to believe that Bill Cosby is Cliff Huxtable. And he couldn't be any farther from that guy in real life. Uh, and, the, and <laughs> yeah, this, this – <coughs> excuse me. And then this, this whole thing came back up six or seven years ago. I don't know, 2014, 15 – and Keisha Knight Pulliam, who plays Rudy on the Cosby Show, she had started a podcast back then. 
Can you guess who her first guest was? Yeah, Bill Cosby. You know what they talked about? The Cosby Show, college, the importance of education, how great he is, how great the show was. I mean, it was... It was it was the only episode I listened to because I just I'm like I gotta hear this and I don't know if you can hear it anywhere I don't think it's still I don't think she still does it I think she probably got a ton of downloads and a ton of listens to that episode and then nothing because who cares who cares nobody cares what I have to say you think anybody's gonna care what Keisha Knight Pulliam has to say not really so it was very bizarre and that was only five or six years ago that she had him on that podcast. And he's talking, they're just talking like old pals, like there's no nothing going on, like he's a really good guy and everything's good. And uh, Yeah, so watching this show, it was, you know, it was interesting. Um, but then you get to the end of it and it's like, oh, that, that was a total waste of time. Just like the Michael Jackson thing. But I can't, you know, I, I make fun of Kimmy because she likes to watch those like Dateline, all the... All the rape and murder stuff, the real true crime, like uh, just just horrible, sad stuff. You know, the missing persons kind of all, all the Dateline stuff, right? Like every ABC always had, you know, they always have the news shows about you know so and so went missing and it was raped and killed and beaten. All the, just horrible, sad stuff. And she just I make all the time. I'm like, oh, ooh, another murder. Another gruesome, oh, and this one has a, you know, it's just like, and I I don't want to be, I try to pretend that it's a, I'm just in this bubble and I'm like, oh, Seinfeld, this is real life. I'm going to watch this until my mind thinks that this is real life. Um, But once in a while something, because I was such a huge fan of the Cosby show and this documentary looked so good and, you know, they're interviewing lots of people and it was good. It was very good. It was really well done. But you just get to the end, no matter what, you have to remember, it's like, oh, but the subject matter is still the subject matter, and it's just what a what an atrocious piece of trash Bill Cosby is. Uh, and I just didn't know the degree to it. I mean, just like hearing hearing these accounts, it's like, oh my God. I mean, he's like truly as as villainous a person as you can, like I make the jokes on the thing with like Dr. Duxtable. Uh, which I don't. Not that anybody's gonna miss this guy, but I, I don't know. I don't know if Doctor Duxtable will be back because it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, mixing the drinks. And, you know, it's first of all, it's like, how? What else can we do with that character? Not much. So, and I don't want to try to make it like a lovable character because he's he's you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so. Watching this Cosby thing is just like, oh, it's just so depressing. Everything about this is just really sad because he's just terrible. And hearing these women talk about it and some of them gave – some of the women – one of the women – one of the women who was on this thing was like, I'm not giving you the details. I just – I can't – I can't relive – I've relived it so many times in my head and for, you know, for the court and I'm sorry – but let's just I can't give you the I can't give you the play by play anymore. I just can't I'm not gonna be able to physically do it. And so she's like, So I was raped and then after the rape and blah 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 and she talks about, you know, yeah, getting her role on the Cosby show. It was like it was just one scene that she was in. She wasn't like one of the main cast or anything like that, but just talking about 
just what a total fucker he was on the show. And he would tell her she had to say the word milk a certain she was you know she's like I couldn't just say milk. She was her her she was cast as one of his patients, one of his OBGYN patients. And you know they talked about how creepy it was that his office was in the basement of the house. It's like, well, it's let's not go crazy. Let's not overanalyze all of this. Yes, I mean there's sure there's some small thing there, but that in the grand scheme of things it means nothing. It's really just of, you know, he has a profession and having the basement office is a way to keep him in you know if there's any family sitcom stuff happening in the cosby house he can just come up from the basement office and be part of the jokes instead of like wait a minute how did how did dr huxtable get home so fast from the hospital that's two miles down the road yeah, it's, uh, whatever but anyway she's one of his patients and she's talking and he's she's had to say the word milk and he's like, no, you, no, you have to say it, milk. And he had to say, like, she had to say it a certain way, and she kept getting it wrong. And he's like, he's just flipping out on her, and he's just saying horrible things, horrible, horrible things. And then, like, she got it right, um, you know. And he he did his thing, and then and then he he raped her at some point. And then she she came and finished the scene. She didn't think she was going to be back on the show, or you know, I can't remember. But anyways, uh, the the main takeaway was they finished the scene and the audience is clapping and he leans into her and he just goes, "Yeah, fucking fooled him again." Like he is he is every bit the sociopathic, fucking heartless scumbag that has been brought to light in the last 15 or so years and so that's that's really all this movie does is it just gives you a little more depth a little more detail and just exactly uh the level of scumbaggery that was going on with this asshole cosby uh so yeah it's just this crazy stuff and uh anyway spent entirely too much time watching that stupid thing over the weekend i'm so like you know, it's just like that. That wasn't fun. We got to get back to fun stuff this coming weekend. No, no, no rapes, no murders, no Cosby, no like evil stuff. Just, just move. We're gonna watch mo- just purely just fiction. That's all I want right now. I just want fiction. Anyway, uh, so that reminded me as I'm eating my lunch and I'm eating a, well, it's a. I would I call it a sub sandwich. I guess Cosby would say it's a hoagie. You gotta eat the hoagies. Um, and I remembered that yesterday, this week, this has been a, just a weekend of, of gluttony. It's really, I stepped on the scale like, oh my God, dude, I know it's winter. Eh. I finally on Saturday got out and did a nice walk. I got my steps in, which happens maybe once a week, if that. So I was happy to get out and have a walk and have it be close to 60 degrees and have it feel pretty good. Um, nice little walk. Great. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh my goodness, Saturday night was sushi and Chinese food. And that's not really what did it. What did it was, oh my God, I just ate, we got fruits. I got those Welch's fruit snacks, right? From Costco. And I, I fucking, I'm like a five-year-old because I've, I loved fruit snacks when I was a kid. I love them now. I've, I love them. I have a big bucket of Utz cheese balls. And Pringles and just crap, dude. Just crap. And it's winter and that's like my thing. Like a fucking 
like a goddamn squirrel. Just my my cheeks are just filled with salty snacks. Oh, I got, I got cashews. So set, Friday and Saturday were just like ah, oh, and you know, Kimmy got some new cereal for the kids, and I can't. I'm the man. Cereal is just oh my god. I just hook it to my veins. So I'm eating cereal. And then to make matters worse, like, you know, Saturday night we got Chinese and sushi. It was not, that by itself is not so bad. And uh, got my favorite, my pink lady roll, which I love from Crane Restaurant. My pineapple rangoons. Delicious crab rangoons with pineapple. Oh, man. Um, And then Sunday we got up and I said, you know, it was in the morning. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning that I said, let's order dinner now and schedule it to come just when the Super Bowl is starting. So that way, or, you know, just before the Super Bowl. So that way you don't have to go to the grocery store. We've already got our groceries anyways. You don't have to worry about cooking. We don't have to, you know, just let's just take it easy. Super Bowl Sunday, we'll hang out. <laughs> so I ordered, uh, there's this place called Mickey's, Mickey's New York Pizza. It's really crappy pizza because just like any place that says New York pizza, it's probably not going to be very good pizza. The places that actually taste like New York pizza don't have don't have New York anywhere in their title at all. Espresso pizza and Bob's pizza are the two best pizzas in Nashua. And if you like that fucking Greek pizza, then yeah, Nashua House of Pizza is, is good too. Really tasty crust at Nashua House. I'm not often in the mood for Greek pizza. Uh but I I you know, I want I want just regular old pizza. Italian style pizza or pizza as some would call it. And espresso and Bob's are the best. And Sopranos is too. Sopranos is up there. I haven't had Sopranos in a while, but that's also very good. None of them say anything about New York style, New York pizza, just you know, it's just called such and such pizza and they have good pizza. That's still not as good as if you're walking around New York City getting pizza or even upstate New York getting pizza, but it's it's pretty damn close. And Bob's and Espresso, you could have Bob's or Espresso pizza in upstate New York and nobody would – you'd say, yeah, this this belongs here. This fits. This is this is good pizza. Uh, so we said let's get um, – let's get some – let's get sandwiches. What do we want to get? You want to get sandwiches? You want to get pizza? You know, sandwiches. Okay. So we ordered uh, – Order a bunch of sandwiches. Uh, and then my my youngest didn't really want to order anything. So we just got some appetizers, you know, mozzarella sticks, French fries, fried ravioli, just total, just lots of health food. And um and my my that was my youngest who didn't really, you know, very picky, didn't really want anything um from any of the places, doesn't really didn't really want a sub, didn't really want a pizza, didn't really so okay, we'll just and we'll heat up some chicken nuggets <laughs> for the youngest, and and then, then then she can have French fries. And then for the oldest, the oldest wanted a burger. And the place, this Mickey's, I said, well, they have pizza and they have subs and they have calzones. You like calzones? They have Italian dinners, and you can get a burger pizza. No, I want a burger. Okay. Well, then we'll place a separate order and we'll get you a Five Guys burger. Okay, that's great. All right, sounds good. Good, good, good. So I ordered. The wife's food from Mickey's, and I was just gonna get a cheese a, a cheese steak. I was in the mood for a little steak and cheese, 
And because uh, last week I got a steak bomb. That's a New England thing, the steak bomb. I'm not so nuts about the steak bomb. The steak bomb is basically a cheese steak, but they have, uh, you know, you could get a steak and cheese. And if you want like the peppers and onions and, and mushrooms and things, that's fine. The steak bomb has the peppers, onions, mushrooms, and then they put um, like cold cuts, salami cold cuts, slices of salami. They just chop up little salami bits and put it in there. And sometimes I'm in the mood for it, sometimes I'm not. It's a it's it's a New England thing. It's you know, that's okay. Everybody loves the steak bombs though. I'm I'd rather just have a, a cheese. Give me shaved meat with just cheese dripping, oozing all over. I mean, come on. And a nice, nice warm bread. Anyway, so in the morning I was like, all right. I hadn't eaten yet, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna order this cheese steak for me. I'll order the sub for the wife, bunch of appetizers for the whole family. And then ah, you know what, just in case I'll order a foot-long Italian sub for me, too. And if somebody wants it, they can have it. Okay, place that order. Then ordered the five guys. I'm like, this seems really stupid. Uh, and I'm so lazy, I could just leave the house and go get a five guy. But I said, I'm going to order just a little five guys cheeseburger. I'm like, that is such a waste for a driver to come all the way here. So I'm like, I might as well order some other stuff. So I got, I got myself a full-size, you know, double patty five guys cheeseburger. And then that was at like 10 in the morning and I set it for, you know, to get here at, I don't know, 6 o'clock. It's 5.45, 6 o'clock, something like that, just before the game starts. And then I proceeded to forget about it for the rest of the day. And I ate leftover sushi and, ch- and Chinese food and I had, uh, oh my God, I don't even remember what I had. I, chips, just snacking down chips all day and all this other crap. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... Uh, Six o'clock gets here, and uh, and uh, all the all the orders are here, all the foods here. And I start taking it out, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like all of this stuff is just for me. I ordered two, I ordered two full size sub sandwiches, and a humongous cheeseburger. What the hell is wrong with me? And you know what I had? I had about three bites of my cheeseburger. I had two bites of my cheesesteak sub, and zero bites of my Italian sandwich. I did have the Mickey's makes excellent mozzarella sticks. Some of the best tasting mozzarella sticks. I did have a couple of those and I put some jelly on the plate because, you know, most places they give you marinara for the mozzarella sticks and that's fine. But I miss, I miss in New York. They used to have like the home, the old homestead restaurant and the Parkwood grill and a few other places you could go and you could get mozzarella sticks with a cup of the raspberry sauce. And that was so good, a little sweet, and oh man! So I was having I was having jelly, <laughs> mozzarella sticks with jelly and fried ravioli. I was also dipping into the jelly. It was bad, but I didn't eat that much. I had a few bites of the burger, a few bites of the sub. I didn't even touch the other sub. I had a couple French fries. Didn't really, you know. We don't do like a big Super Bowl spread kind of thing. When it's just us, it's like you know, you know where the chips are. You can go get them. <laughs> <laughs> you know where the snacks are. I don't need to lay this out like we're having a party. We're not. We're not having a party. It's just us. If it's just a, Thanksgiving is the only time where we put like hors d'oeuvres and things out for ourselves. That's it. Otherwise, it's just like the chips are over on the chip shelf. Go get chips. You want chips? So yeah. So I so now I have a refrigerator full of sub sandwiches and a Five Guys burger that's barely been touched. And. uh but still, I still managed to gain a good amount of uh, poundage over the weekend. So that's fun. 
Uh, I guess that's, is that really all I wanted? Oh, and we took down the, on Saturday, we took down all the Christmas stuff. And I'm a little, I don't know how I feel. I feel the same, I feel empty. I mean, literally empty because then you look around the room and there's just less stuff everywhere. You know, there's no more, no more snowman stuff, no more little Santa hats and little villages with the lights a little lighthouse, a little winter lighthouse that spins around with the little fiber optic lights on it. And there's no more, uh, no more tree. That's the thing. So you can take all the other stuff away. I really, the thing that I do miss is that beautiful Christmas tree. I do. There's a big part of me that almost wants to just, you know, we still have the the presents that were under the tree are still kind of there. Well, some of, some of the boxes, some of the clothing boxes and a few other things that need to be picked up and put away. But I'm almost, I almost want to just go and get that tree. No ornaments, just the, just the nice lights. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Although we did forget to put the tree stand in the box. So now I, so I guess there's, there's one, uh, one little, <laughs> one little Christmas artifact left, little remnants of Christmas, which is the Christmas tree stand that is probably just going <laughs> to, it's probably just gonna sit there until next year, and find a it'll find a place. And then when we go to get the Christmas tree out, I'm like, "Where's the stand? Do you remember last year we forgot to put it away? Oh, but where do we put it? I don't know. I don't fucking." So I'm sure I'll take the Christmas tree stand and put it in the storage closet, which is, oh man, that is that is filled to the brim. I'll be happy in about a month, maybe. Hopefully, a month, maybe a month and a half late March, early April when it's time to get bicycles out because those those fuckers take up a whole bunch of space in that storage closet of ours. But, uh, yeah, either way, it does feel good, though. It's like, okay, got that stuff cleaned up. But now there's just shelves with, with nothing on them, which makes me sad. All right, I guess that's it. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Nothing... Nothing too exciting this week. It's Valentine's Day. I got some, the kids got some treats for when they come home from school. A nice box of chocolates that I will do my very best to stay out of. And I got them, we got them each a little Labradoodle uh, stuffed animal. Because my parents got a Labradoodle named Gracie who we got to meet over the Christmas holiday. And, uh, and she's very furry and fluffy and lovable and all that stuff. And for a brief split second, I almost thought about getting the kids, because uh, when my parents first got this Labradoodle, the first couple of weeks, the thing, you know, because it was a brand new pup, and every time we'd FaceTime and they'd show me, and this thing's just like sleeping, sleeping next to the chair, sleeping in the little doggy bed, and I'm like, man, is this is this how these kind of dogs are? Are they just sort of like, they don't do anything? And it's like, eh, this really just depends, but so far, we're, you know... And she was still tiny. She was the size of these stuffed animals. <laughs> and now she is not. And now she's, you know, she's, you, you know, she's a dog. She's a dog. And I, I talked, or my dad talked to the breeders who they worked with and got this dog, Gracie, to see if they had any coming up. And they didn't. And then I immediately, I was like, okay, no, 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 that's good. That's good. We tried, tried it. If it was meant to be, it would have been meant to be, but now we can just say we tried and that's okay. Because we've been, uh, the wife and I have not had a pet ever since we've been married. My last pet died in 2009, 
but still lived at my parents' house, so it wasn't really, you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm still, you know, it'll happen. The kids are, like, dying to have an animal. I'm, I'm dying to spend the rest of my life not having an animal. I'm not an animal guy. I'm just not. I know, like, a lot of weirdos are not animal people, but... And I guess I keep that that trend alive because I'm a weirdo and I'm not an animal guy. <laughs> I'm not not for me. It's just I like I like not it's it's enough that I have to worry about myself. And I've got kids, so I have to worry about them and take care of them. And it's like I think especially for me being home all day, that seems like it could get mm, maybe a little old real fast if i'm especially in the wind that's the other thing too we thought like oh my god what are we what are we gonna do we're gonna we're gonna get a brand new puppy at the beginning of winter and try to train this dog outside in the coldest harshest conditions all year and the snow and like and i'm gonna have to do this like in what in between meetings i had to run out and like oh my gosh uh you know we need to have a backyard that's Step number one, if nothing else, a backyard that is fully enclosed with a fence so that if somebody who was, say, working from home all day needed to let set, said puppy outside to do something, the door could just be open and you say, okay, go, doggo, do your shit, do your thing. And, uh, and uh, you know. As opposed to like, all right, I have to get dressed and I have to take you to a specific spot and they have to, yeah, no, no, it's hard enough. It was hard enough watching. I mean, my, you know, my parents don't have an enclosed backyard and so that's hard enough. So my, you know, the dog has to be on the leash and all these things and that's uh, not something, I'm not at a point where I'm, I'm ready to commit to that. So yeah, so we made an attempt back in November to see if there were dogs available. There weren't. And so we said, okay. Gaming laptops it is. <laughs> and I <laughs> might have to get, you know, things work done on those laptops at some point. But uh, I don't have to take them to the vet. I don't have to, no matter what I, money I end up spending to keep these laptops up and running as they rapidly become more and more obsolete in the, in the coming months and, and years, certainly. Uh, you know, one thing is for certain, I'm never going to have to take these laptops out uh, outside to pee or poop, uh, they're not going to leave. These laptops are not going to leave pee or poop uh, throughout the house. So I'm good with that choice. Because I I can't. That's the other thing. Uh, you go into some of these people's places who have the dogs and they have the cats and they have the litter box and it's just like oh man. And we don't have a ton of space. The bigger the house, obviously you can mask it a little bit more if you have a designated area for a cat litter box and it's maybe it's in the basement or something or in a in a laundry room or a wash room that's off you know off the garage or something like that and you can't escape in a smaller place you just can't escape it so i'm not i'm not looking to have dog shit and cat it just no 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 so these nice plush toys they'll do just fine they'll do just fine and the kids will enjoy my youngest has already named uh named their stuffed labradoodle gracie jr so they're you know that's good it's enough (laughs) we give them enough that's why my kids are so spoiled because the one thing that they don't have is a pet and it's not happening anytime in the near future maybe in a year or so 
But it's not happening today. It's not happening tomorrow. It ain't happening next week. It didn't happen. Santa ain't bringing pups down the chimney. Certainly not this past Christmas. Uh, so, <laughs> so in lieu of those kinds of things, here's your computer stuff, and here's games, and here's all these other things to spoil you with. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. I'm gonna get back to my hoagie. I can't even do that asshole's voice. I'm gonna get back to my ho- my hoagie, my sub sandwich. I'm gonna eat a little lunch, finish a little lunch, maybe even have some fruit. What a crazy idea! Because I need to fucking. I need to cut this shit out. Oh, my God. Yes, winter's tough. It's tough, man. It's tough. All right. Um, that's it. That's it for now. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you next time. Right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Uh, yeah, later, Gator.